Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What in the hell is going on? Champions, oh, baby. My oh gosh. My that was amazing. Are you talking about Mitch Holtis's uh, math skills on the fly? <laughs> Somebody obviously did their research and was ready to go, yeah. clearly. Little note cards. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Great call last night from oh, Mitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant call. Um, I jumped up and down on knees that don't work. Mm-hmm. We all did. Oh, my word. I'm, I drank more Coca-Cola last night than I have since I was 16 years old. <laughs> now, I was very reserved for much of the game, also because there wasn't much excitement to scream about for uh, much of the game. First half, suck. Second half, greatest game I ever saw in my life. By the middle of the fourth quarter, my voice was gone. And yeah. when that pass was caught and that touchdown Ooh. was scored and the game was over, I, I I almost passed out. I was screaming so much. At the end of the game, with that clock ticking down, those seconds, it seemed to be going Six faster seconds, I'm like, I go, faster. snap the ball, snap the ball. And everyone around me was screaming, time out, time out, time out. Yeah. And they threw that ball, ran corn dog again. Oh, man. Commander, has your heart <laughs> regained its normal composure? My little uh, heart heart rate meter on my wrist was going off last night. My, my Garmin. Uh, Commander Jesse Reed joining us in studio. Dana will be joining us from Las Vegas. In just a few minutes. Is she still in the tub? We don't know. <laughs> no, right. So, so she, no, <laughs> to put this into context, how, how'd you know? Did she post something on Facebook? It's always online. Okay. So <laughs> she she FaceTimes me this morning. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. It's never good. And I accept the FaceTime. I was in my home office sitting at the computer. And... There she is in some sort of bathrobe. I don't I don't know what kind of bathrobe it was, in a tub. <laughs> Clearly in a hotel. Now she As, hadn't had her kidneys stolen, right? She wasn't like being I don't believe so. Okay. And, just one of them. And I, I said to her, Where are you? She goes, I'm in a tub. And I go, Did you sleep there? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> well, it is Vegas and these things happen. Wow. What a night. What a night. What uh, a night. By the way, McCall Hardman caught that, and we're not a sports station, so we don't break down the numbers, but this is a phenomenal stat. He caught that touchdown to win the Super Bowl for back-to-back rings. Everybody knows that he was on the Jets before we re-signed him to the Chiefs this season. His mm-hmm. nickname is the Jet. In five games on the Jets, he had one reception for six yards. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Then he well, came he- home. Straight to the Super Bowl, baby. He had been going through some medical issues, of course, and that's one of the reasons why he he moved on. Oh, my gosh. Came back and 
Uh, Tim Grunhard joins us at 3.15 this afternoon. We will get into, uh, and I will ask him, I, I don't want this to be the headline, uh, but, but, you know, Tim was obviously a former Chiefs player. Chiefs great. Hell, his name's up on the Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Um, and as, as just unbelievably excited we were at our house last night, cheering on the Chiefs, heading my mom and the kids over and everybody, and uh, I was really, really turned off. When Travis Kelsey mm. bumped Andy Reid and and yelled in his face, not a good look. <laughs> no, that is not a chest bump. That is not aggression. And and, and and I understand there's going to be people throughout the afternoon who try to explain it away. You know, it's a it's an aggressive testosterone laden game. Blah blah blah. Th- that that's all well and good, uh, but many of us have played football at some level. You don't ever do that to your head coach. And Andy Reid, true classy. Just ignore it. Gentleman, he is. Uh, talked about it in the press conference, and yeah. uh, and you know, one might assume <laughs> that Travis will have apologized. Coach Reed yeah. said, "All right, don't do that again." I, I guarantee you that that conversation was had at halftime. Don't ever do that to me again. Probably, or you'll be riding pine mm-hmm. for the rest of the afternoon. You know, it was just it was a bad look. That being said. Uh, There is going to be a parade in Kansas City on Wednesday. Kathy Nelson, the CEO of the Kansas City Sports Commission and Visit KC, will be joining us at 4.15. Jay Binkley from 610 Sports will break everything down at 4.45. George Guastello from Union Station joins us at 5.30. It's an action-packed show today. We've got got a lot, and we have calls out, too, and we're hoping to get, at some point this afternoon, uh, the mayor, we do have a line out on McCole Hartman. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mm. Jet himself. Yep, we do have a line out on him right now, and we're waiting to hear. Uh, Mitch Holtis, we're waiting to hear back from him uh, there in the air. And Josh Klingler, the sideline reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network, uh, we're hoping to get him sometime this afternoon. Now, I know, Sam, you said we're not a sports show, obviously, but are we allowed to nerd out with these guys a little bit? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, just making sure. <laughs> I mean, we talk about current events, and right now, I mean, there was the kind of event. a current event that went on yesterday. And Kansas City, right now, with this convergence of everything, yeah. is the center of the universe. Oh, yeah. Probably the most hated city in America. Quite possibly. I was actually waiting for the memes of that Travis Kelsey moment with a Taylor Swift song that would have been appropriate. Like, you need to calm down or something like that. But <laughs> that. I, I, I didn't see that meme yet. So. Maybe a little shake it <laughs> off. I don't, I don't know, know for it, internet. Time. Go ahead, make it happen, internet. Uh, by the way, she was not shown very much last night. No, not much. Chugging a beer? Yeah, she pounded or that one. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Was it, was it a beer? <laughs> no, it was a beer, but there was about two sips left, and it still took her about 30 seconds, which by all accounts is not a chug. That's a shotgun. She I don't shot know. It. She tried. She did her best. All right. Was uh, this one as exciting as last year? Hmm. Or more exciting? I think the fact that it went into overtime made it more exciting. When you knew that um, at that point, you know, with the 4-1, and, and, and we don't break down games, but with the four and one that um, Patrick ran, I think mm-hmm. for like fifteen yards or nineteen yards or whatever it was, and got the first down, and then that 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 corn dog pass at the end. Uh, I beg your pardon, corn dog with mustard and relish. Is that <laughs> yeah. what it was? Yeah, corn they, dog they, with they, mustard they tweaked and it a little bit. It's called Tom and Jerry now, but <laughs> it's pretty much that corn dog. I mean, I thing. was I was jumping up and down. I couldn't even sit down. 
Well, yeah. we had the story last week on Kansas City's Morning News about heart attacks and the Super Bowl. And as a 26-year-old man, I was fairly confident I was going to have a heart attack three or four different times last night. <laughs> I made so, it know, through, though. I pulled through. What's fun about that play, go back and watch it. Watch Travis Kelsey on that play. Before the, the ball even leaves Patrick's hands, he's standing in the end zone staring straight at the back, and he puts his arms up in the air because he knew it was game over. That, that's, pretty, that's pretty boss. That's awesome. Same exact play we ran last year. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, who did it go to last year? Uh, Kadarius Tony. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Correct, you are. Man, mm-hmm. he fell from fame. I mean, uh, he's doing mm-hmm. a great job. MVS stood out last <laughs> night. Yeah, got a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. What a night, man. What, what? a and night. And Butker. Yep. I thought Butker until the fourth quarter might be the MVP of the game if we win. Mm. One of my buddies that Set we were records. watching with, yeah, he uh, he bet on oh. Butker winning the MVP. Oh, I bet for the first time. <gasps> I I did what you told me not to do. And I bet on that game. Oh, Uh-oh. what did we bet? You never bet forty dollars. Well, I've never bet. Okay. So my my not next door neighbor, but one over. His name is Franco. And is this a Steelers fan? Yeah, named after okay. Franco Harris. And so when the Steelers <laughs> nice. play, he and I put on our jerseys and we get together and watch the Steelers game because I love the Chiefs. They're I have two favorite teams: mm-hmm. Steelers and the Chiefs. Whatever. But um, so I, I called him yesterday. I said, "Hey, I go, Franco. Do you have like FanDuel?" He goes. Yeah. I go, I don't. I don't know how to do it. I like how you're whispering like this is conspiratorial. <laughs> like, hey, like I'm breaking hey, the law? Yeah. Help hey, me. I'm like, hey, man. Hey, you have a buggy? Hey, do you have a buggy? Do you have FanDuel? <laughs> you do? And so anyway, he goes, what do you want? I go, I go. I want to put $20 down on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to you know, create my own account. I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't like giving credit card information out right. on, on the internet. Uh, and he goes, all right, I'll get you down for 20 bucks, And then, you know, if, you, if they win... I'll give you the, your your proceeds, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If they lose, you owe me 20 bucks. I go, you know what? No, no. I, I said, I'm so confident that the Chiefs are going to, let's go 40. We're oh. going, we're going for, he goes, Ooh. he goes, big spender. Yeah. I go, yeah. And uh, he goes, high roller. <laughs> I go, yeah. I said, I love the Chiefs and I think they're going to do it. And um, so last night was my, was my first ever bet on a sports game. And was it just a straight bet just for the Chiefs to win? It was, it was Chiefs with the points. Okay. Uh, two and a half dogs. No, they were one and a half dogs at that point. Oh, they dropped. Okay, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. got to get in early when they're bigger dogs. Yep. Didn't well, ma- congratulations. Didn't matter, did it? Made me uh, thirty-seven dollars last night. Hey, there you go. Do you feel like you got the itch now? Like yeah, you I'm need more of that. I'm totally hooked. <laughs> picking one vice, picking went, up another went, baby. Went, went from one addiction to another. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, Dana Wright joins us live in just a moment from Las Vegas. She is on the ground, on the scene. Commander Jesse Reed, our good friend, former Top Gun pilot, filling in today for Dana Wright. Sam Stevie the third. That guy over there is Dan Weinbaum. Here on Dana and Parks. So now to try the PAT will be Jake Moody to try to put San Francisco back up by four points. The kick is blocked. The kick is blocked. This could be advanced. It is a long way to the top, but once you get there, the view is incredible. (laughs) And we're there. Uh, Let's go to Vegas. Co-host of this very program, Ms. Dana Wright, on the scene. Hello. Keeping your seat warm. Someone needs to call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Wait, that doesn't sound like Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Dana, Dana, I'm hooked. (laughs) I know. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. You better oh drink my. some uh, oh warm my. tea or something. Oh, my God, you guys. 
So we were so blessed to be in the left end zone. I don't know directions, but we were in the Chiefs end zone. Does that make sense? Yes. Like right in the corner of the Chiefs end zone. So when that final play happened and we looked up and it was down to nine seconds and we're all screaming time out, we kind of watched that last play on the Jumbotron because the Chiefs were all the way down marching for McColl to score that touchdown on the other side. Um, and when that happened, I'm telling you, I, my voice is shot for 48 hours. Mm. We, we were hugging strangers. We were screaming. You know, San Francisco shut up very quickly in that about last three minutes of that game, I'll tell you that. Now, were you mixed with some uh, San Francisco 49ers fans there where you were sitting? We, we were, and my initial assessment was it was 60% 49ers fans to 40% Chiefs fans. It really mm. was closer to 70-30. And I'm really? Talking about Yo, we were so outnumbered huh. with the people because all of the other fans from Denver and the Raiders were all screaming against the Chiefs. I've never seen anything like wow. it. I mean, they were booing us. Some guy kept turning around and flipping us off and Taylor Swift off. I'm like, dude, go home. Dana, I've told it, you we're the most hated team in America right yeah. now. They, let me tell you this. They got very quiet very quickly toward the end of that game, and I'm like, watch this. We always peak late. We don't want to peak early. And then Patrick Mahomes came out and did what Patrick Mahomes did. And not to break down football, I cannot believe San Francisco did not defer I know. in overtime when they when they won the coin toss. I cannot believe they didn't defer. Mm. Well, I mean, the, we're going to have Grunny on at uh, 3.15, and that's definitely going to be one of my questions. D- did he not understand that the rules had changed two years ago? No, they said that in the post-conference, that they didn't Every talk about it. Every single one of their players said they did not know the new rules. You have to ask Ron Hartman. Oh. The San Francisco players, every one of them at the news conference said they didn't even know what the new overtime rules were. And I was listening to Herm Edwards today on ESPN, and he's mm-hmm. like, that's coaching. Yep. How do you not drill for that? How do you not practice for that? Look, not our problem. We got another ring. We got another trophy. I swag surfed with the Chiefs last night. I'm a swag surfer. What, what, what is swag surfing? <laughs> You'll know it when your body just takes over and starts doing it. Okay. What? Jesse Reed. <laughs> Ludacris did the Chiefs post after party concert. Yeah. And to yeah, you know the hit. I know every word. <laughs> the entire crowd starts swag surfing. You know what it is, Scott? What Taylor Swift was doing it up in the in the booth in that like famous yeah. shot of that entire Yeah. The whole room was bumping with that. And Mahomes gave a beautiful speech. Kelsey came out nice. and riled the crowd up. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, I think Spag spoke. So did Andy Reid. They were all there. Now, now speaking I of the Kel- speaking of the Kelsey family, I, I heard you met uh, one of the Kelsey family members there. Oh my God! I ran right into Donna, <laughs> Mama Kelsey herself. <laughs> Mama Kelsey, I go. Oh my God! And she goes, Oh, to, 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 tone it down, tone it down. <laughs> and Mom, then wait, Mama goes, Kelsey told you to tone it down. She told me to tone it. I blew her cover. Wait, Sophie will tell you. Hang on a second. Oh, my God. Donna Kelsey was like, tone it down. Tone it down. So wait, her, down. Cover, <laughs> her, her cover was not that great if you instantly recognized she not, her. She did not stop walking. Oh, oh she did God. not. She just kept walking past your mom. Now, is she it possible that it was just because she knew who you were and she's like, oh, no. <laughs> wow. It was just. I think she was overwhelmed with my joy. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then I just go, thank you so much for having Jason and Travis well, you've and bringing heard of, them into this world. You've heard of BDE, right? BDE, Big Dana Energy. Yeah. Big Dana yes. Energy. Whoa. I just vomited <laughs> it all over Donna Kelsey. And it's I just said, thank you for birthing those two men. We love them so much. Did, did she? Like, okay, I got to go. Oh, wow. She just, like, talked to the handed you? No, she not at all. We got a photo and she was lovely, but she was just walking through the Luxor. And I'm like, Donna, girl, you got to up your spy game. You got to put a hat on because I saw her and it was over. Did she and even? She knew, <laughs> like she knew, oh, God, my cover's blown. I think that's Dana. Run. <laughs> did, did she, when you took that selfie with her, did she even stop moving or was that an in motion selfie? Oh, was kind of a grab and go. Kind of a grab a and grab, go. Grab, grab and go. Lie. Okay. Okay. Paul, Scott, Paul Rudd walked right in front of us last night. All these famous people were there. And then Ludacris was like, you want a lady in the streets and a freak in the bed? And I was singing right back at him. <laughs> I'm like, I got you, Ludacris. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hope you have a wonderful time. Uh, hurry home. Be safe. Yep. I'll be back tomorrow uh, late and on the air Wednesday. And did, um, oh, did you did you, see, did you see... Uh, was Taylor at the little private party? Yes, she was. Did you get to meet it's, her or not? No, it's as close to Taylor Swift, I think, as we've ever been. And Sophie was just so excited. She was kind of very want, much wanted to stay in the back. She stayed kind of back there with Brittany. And um, nice. we were wondering, will she come up and sing? Will she come up? And she's just not like that. She doesn't want to take anything away from Travis's moment. That. But Travis grabbed that mic and wouldn't let it go. He was like, let me hear you say, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, let me hear you say, all right, now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you guys had a great time. What a great moment for a mom and a, and a daughter to have, and I'm just thrilled for you guys. Well, I'm bringing back my VIP pass. You can touch it because I'm dripping with the VIP. <laughs> oh, you, wait, you're, you're doing what now? <laughs> I'm dripping with the VIP pass. <clears throat> <laughs> I'll have to tell you the, the hand signal Scott just gave me. <laughs> oh, my God. A separator between that P and the nest. Really quick, really quick. As we were leaving, there were hundreds of people out front just trying to get a glimpse of, like, whatever it was that was going on back there. And some guy came up to me and said, what can I give you for those passes? And I go, oh, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kept walking like Donna Kelsey. <laughs> Be safe. We'll see you on Wednesday. Love you, love you, love you. Bye. Love you too. Be good. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm happy for that's awesome. How obnoxious must she have been yesterday? Mm. I can't even imagine. Quick break here at the bottom of the hour. Command it down. Hey, 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 hey. Shh. Shh. You need to dial it down. You need to tone it down right now. You need to stop. You're being hysterical. <laughs> Commander Jesse Reed in for Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I liked it. It was clean. It wasn't raunchy. I'm not a prude. I mean, there was a lot of hip thrusting going on. Oh, my God. Wait, are you talking about at the show last night or in the booth back there? Because yes. you got some moves, man. <laughs> Thank you. No, he Thank does you. not. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what did you guys think of the halftime show? Is okay. I Yeah, I was a strong meh. I was trying to figure out why the Cobras from uh, Dodgeball were singing. At the end? Me. Yeah, did you see those outfits? Yes. I mean, I'm sure you saw them. Yes, I did, yeah. Straight out of the movie Dodgeball. Yes. I think part of it was I was kind of like in a slump because that first half was a bit slow, and I was just kind of, yeah, and, and I was kind of concerned about our efforts up to that point. So I was I was tuned out a little bit more, I think, than I would have normally. See, I, 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 I like the halftime show. I thought, uh, was it the weekend last year or the year before that? I can't recall. That's a great question. Um, it, it that, that was the year we lost to Tampa Bay. Really? Was yep. that long that ago? That was the weekend, yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Last year was Beyonce? Okay. No, last year was Rihanna. Wow. That's right. That's Sorry. right. Yep. Uh, Rihanna was good. Um, did anybody think that Usher was trying to channel his inner Michael Jackson throughout the entire performance? Uh, do you mean the singular white glove on his left hand yes. when he first walked out? And the borderline moonwalking he did all over the stage? I'm not saying I wasn't impressed because I was. Yeah, but I want to see him moonwalk without roller skates on. <laughs> I mean that's cheating. I thought the song. I thought the song selection was good. I, I thought I liked, it was good. Yeah. I like that he did a montage. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, I love the inclusion of a bunch of other artists as well. Ludacris, Alicia mm-hmm. Keys. Who's the other one? Lil uh, Lil John was Lil, there. Lil John. It would have been funny if you okay. brought Ludacris and not Lil John. <laughs> I could be the Lil John of this program. I could just when Scott says something, go okay, okay. I was yeah. I was waiting for Bieber though. I thought for sure Bieber was coming out and he never did. Really? Do the Bieber drum solo maybe? Uh, somebody just texted me a few minutes ago, a good friend of mine, and wanted to know, hang on, let me, let me read it verbatim, and you alone on this show can answer this question. Okay. How do the pilots, so last night, uh, if you missed it uh, at the beginning, and I did, I was outside when it happened, uh, Reba McIntyre sang the national anthem, I, and I thought she did a, a good job. I've, I've, I've gone back and... And watched it. Uh, I did not see it live. Like I said, I was outside uh, cooking. Uh, so I didn't get to see it live.
McIntyre doing it wasn't the best. It wasn't Whitney Houston. It wasn't Chris Stapleton. It was safe. It. Yeah. She did have to follow up the greatest one ever, which was Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton last, last year. Yeah. yeah. But it, you could tell it was live, thank God, not lip synced. Uh, but right at there at the end, a bunch of fighter jets fly over Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And a friend of mine texted me and said, and only you can answer this mm-hmm. as a former Top Gun pilot, how do the pilots keep in for- formation so perfectly? when they do that flyover, and how do they hit the stadium right at the exact moment? So there is an air show or flyover coordinator at every major event where there's a flyover. And so they usually have a rough idea ahead of time how long that person who's practiced the national anthem, how long it takes them to get through the song. And so they actually do a timing distance problem where the the formation will hold off-site a couple miles away and then push towards the stadium at a certain time to time it what, right what, as they do, hit the last Do they thing. just fly just around in circling. circles? Yep. Just they just hold, fly around in circles. Yep, just holding holding at their max endurance airspeed so they can conserve fuel and they know, in case things are delayed. So this national anthem that Reba McIntyre sang last night was 1 minute 44 seconds. Yes. So they know exactly where they need to be distance-wise from the stadium and at what speed they need to fly to hit one minute and 44 seconds exactly. Yep, and so they'll have checkpoints throughout it. So there's a guy with a walkie-talkie who's also usually a pilot that's watching, and he's communicating with the uh, the formation, saying 30 seconds out, 20 seconds out, and so they can adjust their speed if things are not. Because, you know, there's human beings involved when you're singing here. You may not hit it the exactly 100, or a minute and 45 seconds or, or the same close amount of time. Close enough to be dangerous. Close enough to be pretty close, yeah. and, and that's really all that matters. You get close. Have you, have you ever done a stadium flyover? I actually never have. No, no. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 um it's usually a whole weekend of planning, and you got to get on the road and all but that. But it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I have a secondary question. Yeah. Why do they fly over a dome <laughs> for TV? <laughs> okay, exactly. Nobody yeah. in the dome even knew that went on. No, no but you know who did? We a did. A hundred yeah. million people watching it. All the people outside. And, yeah. and see, and and that's what it is. I mean, let's be honest. A, it's awesome, mm-hmm. but B, it's really a promotions tool for the Navy or the Air Force. It is, yeah. Yeah, and usually, you know, if you do a – I don't know what if the air crew got to come in at halftime, but but usually after you do the flyover, the te- uh, the, the air crew usually shows up. So if you've ever been in a Chiefs game, you'll see mm-hmm. the crew of the flyover to ha- at halftime or in well, the third they do quarter, that at, they'll, they'll, they'll do that at sporting, and I've never been yeah. able to figure out how they do a flyover, mm-hmm. right, during the national anthem. How do they get those planes back on the ground and back to the stadium within 45 minutes? <laughs> you skedaddle. 
<laughs> By that, you mean break speeding laws? <laughs> You're hauling the chili, as we say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, by the way, if you were wondering what Travis Kelsey said to Taylor Swift when he saw her on the field, it was three words. Care to guess? I love you. Nope. We mm. did it. Nope. You rock, babe. No. Oh. Man. Shake it off? No. Okay. It was come here, girl. All right. Mm. Those were the three words that Travis Kelsey said. To I will say it was Taylor very Swift. tasteful with the amount of times that they showed her the what seemed like 10 minute long hug and kiss session at the end that they showed with no commentating whatsoever it was a little awkward. I was just sitting on the couch. Everybody had gone outside to go celebrate or whatever. I'm just sitting there watching it, trying to figure out why I'm still watching them kiss. <laughs> she didn't make it on the podium either. So I was looking for that when they did the uh, the Lombardi Trophy oh, presentation. I, I, I would bet <clears throat> that she wouldn't want to be up there. No, no. I, we were talking about that earlier. I, I actually really respect, and in and, and talking to Dana too, that she knows there's a spotlight on her, but she also understands that this is the Chiefs moment. It's not about her. Yeah, and that's really cool. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Alex Gold from 610 Sports, who was in Vegas for the Super Bowl, joins us in just a moment here on Dana and Parks on KMBZ. All right. What a great time to live in this town. I said that last night. A thousand times to my kids as we're watching the game. What Viking rock band is this? Have you not heard this before? No, it's, I like it. Uh, this is David Glenn Isley and Bob something. Uh, full disclosure, <laughs> I learned about this song because of SpongeBob on Nickelodeon. They played it on SpongeBob? They have this weird episode where they go and do a halftime thing with their big band, and this is the song that they sing. It's got that that uh, yeah. real man. So, yeah, I was just gonna, I was just, <laughs> damn it. You stole my thunder, man. I was just going to say it sounds like one of those uh, Bud Light commercials. I totally thought Here, it was a well-known song. You, stinky fart in the elevator guy. <laughs> Alex Gold from our sister station 610 Sports was in the stadium last night and he's already back in town. Alex, hello. Hey, what's going on guys? You're right, the parks. I heard you. It is uh, a really special time that the Chiefs in Kansas City uh, really the center of the sports universe right now. Mm. What was it like in the stadium last night? So, you know, it was it was electric, as you would expect. I know so many people hear about Super Bowl crowds, and they think that it's just a bunch of corporate people, and so the atmosphere stinks, right? Now, look, it's certainly priced out the average fan. There's no denying that when, when tickets are going for at least $9,000. Um, but the atmosphere uh, was incredible. Uh, it was a pro 49ers crowd, uh, but – it was loud throughout the entire game and it was as good of an atmosphere as you'll get for a Super Bowl. You know, I think the one misconception I even had prior to going to a couple of these was that it was always going to be kind of boring uh, from a crowd standpoint. And that's certainly not the case at all. Alex, were you in the crowd itself or were you up in the media area? So we were up in the main press box, but what's unique about Allegiant Stadium there in Las Vegas, it's an open air press box. So unlike Arrowhead where you're in the press box and you really don't hear much of the crowd, here at Allegiant, at least yesterday, was open air. So you still felt the crowd. You felt the energy. How were the acoustics compared to Arrowhead? Well, so you're inside, right? So naturally yeah. that's going to, you know, that's going to naturally boost things. Now, it's a small stadium from a capacity standpoint. You know, I think it's 10,000 from a suite perspective. And then 
only 50,000 from the, the bowl, the upper and lower bowl that they have. And they've got way more suites uh, than anything else in some of these other stadiums. So that's another reason why the ticket pricing was, was what it was, not only because it was Vegas, but versus Arrowhead where you're dealing with 70,000-plus tickets. This was only 60,000. Yeah, on, on a lot of the sports channels this morning, Alex, there was the great debate, and they seem to be going back and forth. Is this now officially a dynasty or not? Absolutely. They've cemented themselves. I think before there was a debate prior to this season, even though they had gone to six straight you know, AFC title games and had won a couple Super Bowls, when you win three in a five-year period in the National Football League, there's no question. I don't think even the biggest Kansas City or Chiefs hater or anything like that could argue. The question now is just going to be on an individual level for Patrick Mahomes, where will he finish? Where does he stack up against Tom Brady, but from a, a Chiefs organizational standpoint, they're the only dynasty going on in sports right now. As an addicted gambler, you'll appreciate this. <laughs> I I made my first ever sports wager yesterday. I bet forty dollars on the Chiefs with the points. And, Love it. Yeah, yeah, and I won thirty seven dollars. Uh, but I was I looked at the line this morning because now now that I'm I'm I'm, I'm a professional sports wagerer. Clearly, yeah. Well, am I not? Well, you are. I mean, look, you hit your bets. You're, you did better than other yeah, people. Now you yeah, now you got to let it ride, man. I'm let one and zero. I'm undefeated. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. But so now that I know everything about sports wagering, they were uh, on the on the Sports Center this morning. The Chiefs are not even for next season the number one pick. It's still the San Francisco 49ers. I love it. I know it. I I laughed, Parks, when I saw that. It's hilarious. It's the 49ers are the preseason favorites. I don't get it. You know, again, reminder, this is, you know, they're trying to get money on all sides when they, when they put out lines and things like that. But it's laughable. Patrick Mahomes is, you know, as an underdog, is 11-1-1 against the spread. I mean, he, as they said after the game yesterday, they being the Chiefs in the locker room, they don't ever count themselves as underdogs. But they, they theoretically are heading into next season, and it's pretty rare that the preseason Super Bowl favorite wins a Super Bowl anyway in the NFL's history. But it is funny just to look, and, and it should prove to Chiefs fans that none of that stuff preseason matters whatsoever. When you have Patrick Mahomes, you, you truly are never out of a football game, and now he's you know come back from a 10-point Super Bowl deficit uh, in all three of his Super Bowl wins. I love it. Alex, if there was any question that we were the villain status in the NFL before the game, would you think it's safe to say that we're officially the villains of the NFL now? They were that heading into this one, and it's just also been cemented. Get used to it. I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you got to embrace the hate. It's something we say over on 610 a lot with our midday show that you just kind of have to embrace it because it's only going to get worse. Mahomes is 28. I mean, this thing's not ending anytime soon. There's no guarantees that he's going to get to seven rings like Tom Brady by any means. Um, but this thing, as long as Andy Reid, Mahomes, uh, Travis, Kelsey are together, um, they've got a chance every single year to come out of the AFC because uh, you look at what Michael Jordan did in the NBA and while there were other great future Hall of Fame players and there will be other Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are playing right now, Michael Jordan prevented a lot of players from winning multiple rings or a ring because he was that special. And it feels like that's the territory that Chiefs fans are in and that the Chiefs are in as an organization where Joe Burrow's amazing. You know, Josh Allen's pretty darn good. Uh, Jalen Hurts as well. But Patrick Mahomes is the best, and uh, you're going to be dealing with him for another decade. Uh, McCole Hardman said he had a blackout last night when he <laughs> caught that touchdown in overtime. Patrick Mahomes is even quoted as saying 
and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but close enough to be dangerous, that he ran up to him and said, dude, we just won the Super Bowl. And he looked into McCole Hardman's eyes and he didn't realize what Patrick Mahomes was saying. <laughs> no, he, he didn't. That's true. Yeah, he, he didn't at all. And, you know, that goes back to the, the overtime rules. I think you get in that moment and, and maybe you, you, you like he said, he, he blacked out there. But we also know even on the flip side, Scott, that uh, Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, wasn't fully aware of, of the newer playoff slash Super Bowl overtime rules and how that works. Alex, so, Alex, let me interrupt you very quickly on that. How is that even possible? Kyle Shanahan is one of the great coaches in the NFL, has taken his team to the Super Bowl twice in five years, lost them both to the Chiefs, but that's fine. How do you not know the new overtime rules as a head coach in the NFL? It's unacceptable. I mean, mm. he should be facing a lot of heat. You're right. He is one of the great coaches in this league. I don't think that changes, but uh, that's inexcusable. Hearing the, the flip side of it where Chiefs players, we had a chance to talk to Chris Jones uh, right outside the locker room last night there in Vegas, and he, he was asked, hey, what was your reaction when the 49ers chose uh, to you know, take the ball first instead of uh, deferring and, and, and letting the Chiefs start? And, and he said, you know, they're crazy. I thought they were crazy at the time. The Chiefs knew back in training camp it's something that they discussed and they knew they were prepared to go for two if the Niners would have got that first touchdown. So the Chiefs were ready for it. Most of the guys on the team, McCole Harbin, by the way, was not in camp with the Chiefs. So that's why maybe he wasn't as aware as the others. Mm. Um, but the 49ers players admitted they had no idea about the new rule changes. Alex, guys, it's unacceptable. Alex Gold from 610 Sports, thank you so much for all of your help over the last week. We really appreciate it. Great insight, and, and thank you. Of course, yeah, great time to be in KC. Okay, be well. Look forward to gambling with you now that I'm a pro. <laughs> Quick break for the news here at the top of the hour. Dan Weinbaum has that in two minutes. Commander Jesse Reed filling in today for Dana Wright. Sam Stevie on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.